Rocker de Gooney. Oh, that's interesting. It might work. And Rocker de Gooney will gather and score. How about that? Who's still got one man up. And Jonathan Joseph comes straight through the middle. Got Mike Brown to beat as the last line of a defence. And here goes Joseph. Joseph's going to get over. Oh, and he was absolutely knocked back into that tweet by Atwood. David Atwood has got titanium in his shoulders at the moment. Watson goes on the outside. Oh, Watson goes. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Bath Rugby Plug Podcast, the rugby podcast by the fans for the fans, plugging the boys in blue, black and white. We're back for another edition here after our well-deserved week off um, and we're here to preview Bath's key game against Worcester next weekend and look ahead, look back on our disappointing Premiership Cup um, performance. My name is Gable and I'm joined in a room, as always, filled with Bath fans. Charlie. Hello everybody. And Tom. Hi mate, how are you? Charlie, uh, you you uh, you were at Twickenham on on Saturday. Uh, how was that? Yeah, it was good. Um, my first first ever time ever seeing the All Blacks, so it was really uh, really exciting to see that. And obviously, there was one Bath man who stood out unbelievably mm-hmm. in Sam Underhill. Uh, I mean, what a performance! Uh, Rumor has it that uh, uh, Bowden Barrett is still searching <laughs> for Sam Underhill, but uh, he's uh, he's back in camp and hopefully we'll be ready for another performance uh, next week against Japan. Yeah. But, I- that's probably the best the best place to start the podcast with a with a little chat about about England. Tom, uh, I watched the game with you actually. Uh, what did you What did you make of the game? Yeah, I guess just firstly, these uh, sort of autumn international days are just so good. Sort of rugby um, throughout the day, and you know we've got more to look forward to next week, and then uh, obviously the Premiership um, starting up uh, again. You know, I, I think it was a really encouraging performance. You know, we went in. Uh, you know, most bookies had it between fourteen and sixteen points uh, uh, t- towards sort of New Zealand. We went in and we played out of our skin. Like to be honest, like even though we we did just fall short, it did feel like a win in in so many respects. Um, and it's even even sweeter to be honest that you know Underhill had such a mm. an amazing impact on the game. Remember having come back from injury um, and not been involved uh, last week at all. So uh, yeah, phenomenal, exciting game, and I think really promising after you know a string of losses. And Charlie, you've now been to both the Rec and Twickenham this season. Uh, which had the better atmosphere? Well, I think it was certainly Twickenham. Uh, I'd say if it had a roof, it would have been it would have been coming off because uh, especially after that Sam Underhill disallowed try, everyone was going berserk. Um, but yeah, the atmosphere was fantastic. Uh, uh, really, really enjoyable to be there. Um, uh, and you know, as you say, Tom, we put out a fantastic, fantastic performance. And if uh, if you told me that we were going to lose by one game and feel ver- uh, sorry, lose by one point and feel very disappointed uh, against New Zealand, I would have, I would have, you know, bitten your hand off for that yeah. for that result. So, Imagine uh, it was sort of mixed emotions sort of following that game to us. Obviously, with the with the penalty, did you uh, manage to sort of, you know. Uh, I guess uh, head over to the Twickenham Stoop to the the Quinn shop to pick you up some stash to make you feel a bit better. Or uh... <laughs> no, no, I uh, straight to the pub for me actually and uh, drowned a few sorrows. But uh... what was sort of the, what was sort of the general attitude to the obviously uh, you know controversial as you say disallowed try at the end? Was it the crowd seemed pretty uh, sort of um, upset with that decision? Yeah, they were, and everyone was like everyone was massively disappointed. I think as most people would have been, especially seventy five minutes in. Most people don't have a sober head on them either, so uh, <laughs> you're just getting uh, just getting uh, more and more angry. Uh, you know, uh, it just it just seemed you know, especially looking up on the big screen, you know, peering through the rain that was pouring down. Um, uh, it didn't. It seemed so so minuscule uh, that offside. That it 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 just seemed. It just seemed that uh, you know if, if if you're going to give that as offside, uh, then the whole the ruck should be 
should be uh, refereed in that way throughout the entire game, which it certainly wasn't. Because you know they say clear and obvious, don't they, when they're talking uh, mm. on 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 the TMO. And for me, that definitely wasn't. But uh, still feel a bit a bit aggrieved. But having watched it back with a slightly more sober head on, it <laughs> probably was just minuscule offside. Uh, and Tom, you mentioned him there, Sam Underhill. Obviously, obviously everyone's been talking about him um, since the game, and, and quite rightly so. And I just wanted to ask you, Tom, did that performance from him surprise you at all? Because he's not been at he's, he's been at Bath now for a couple of seasons, but he's not really put a string of games together due to injury. And Bath probably haven't seen him play that well, even though there's been glimpses. He's probably never put put together such a complete performance. So, I was wondering whether that performance surprised you, or did you think he, he always had, had that in his locker? Well, I'd, with 99% of players, I'd say that that would be a you know a huge surprise. As you say, he's he's not played much, but he just seems to have this knack. He, you know, he's an absolute physical just beast and he seems just to have this knack to be able to put himself about mm. um, you know he's changed his tackling technique which is important um, hopefully he's you know he's a bit more sustainable in terms of injuries but you know to, as you say not to play very much to come in put in 24 tackles 24 tackles you know top tackle out of both sides you know I think it was 66 metres like he put himself about for the full 80 mm. minutes or whatever that he played and uh, yeah it takes a special sort of kind of athlete uh, you know to do that yeah because he spoke about earlier this season that he's trying to work on his decision making rather than just uh, his physicality and you know just making tackle after tackle after tackle mm. and you really saw that in the game at the weekend because it was the tackles that he did make were huge important moments in the match when he you know very early on he tackled uh, Damian McKenzie out uh, out into touch or um and then he made another big hit uh, on McKenzie. Well, McKenzie probably is going to have nightmares about him for the next couple <laughs> of weeks because he uh, he smashed him quite a few times. But uh, it, it was those real big moments that he just suddenly gave you that. It, it, it made you kind of get up out, out of your seat, really, you know, scream the boys on. And it was it was those small moments that seemed to swing the momentum in our favour, especially uh, earlier on in the first half. Yeah, I think that first 20 minutes is like, you know, 20, 25 minutes is probably some of the best rugby that England have played in a long, long time, you know. And I'd, I'd you know, include the Grand Slam, um, et cetera, and, you know, under Eddie Jones in that as well. The intensity that we that we played with, and, you know, we weren't able to maintain it for the, the full 80 minutes. But the intensity of players like Ben Moon, who's come in and looks really good, Carl Sinclair as well, who, um, you know, showed glimpses of that with the Lions, but not really as much for England. And, and you know, Sam Underhill uh, as well, Mark Wilson. I thought it was absolutely incredible. Uh, absolute power game. And, you know, I think we had 90% of of sort of possession and territory in that first first period and we were pretty much unplayable so really encouraging signs particularly you know you know as, as I think we'll say um, when we got Mako, Billy um, yeah. you know various players who just weren't playing in that game and we're still able to, to you know put together that, that sort of performance it's really encouraging Yeah and I think uh, shout out as well to a friend of the podcast Charlie Eels coming off the bench um, maybe didn't have as big an impact he was like, but it's nice to see him uh, still involved and also nice to see both him and Underhill come away from the game, going with no injuries. Um, that's, that's good for Bath, with, with my Bath cap on. Um, that's good for us. Uh, yeah, uh, Jolly Ewell's definitely had a solid solid performance. Uh, he got more of a run out than he did against South Africa the previous mm-hmm. week, but uh, he seems he seems a solid, reliable player. Uh, you know, he's you know, work rate around, around the park's unbelievable. Um, it's a shame, you know, the line out, especially in the second half, went a bit, to pot, but uh, you know that I think that's something that can be worked on in the future. Yeah, and that's going to say, and you know, we, we spoke about um, you know the Courtney Laws offside uh, for the Underhill try, but the one thing that I think people sort of people do have a tendency to focus on these you know one moments, these one refereeing decisions. You know, we missed three lineouts um, in key positions, sort of in that last twenty minutes after after Jamie George had come on, and you know, it's it's very easy to to pin blame on the hooker when the line doesn't go sort of to plan. There are lots of moving parts 
sort of in the line out as anyone who's sort of played the game knows but um yeah we need to be tighter on on the line out and take our opportunities only only 66 percent of uh of line out sort of success um and yeah that needs to improve because we saw how powerful that driving more can be um you know when when we get the setup right yeah speaking of mis- mis- misplaced line outs i think uh bath uh had a cu- touch of that on friday night as well mm. uh, at kingston park in their premiership cup defeat and more of that to come later and also later on in the podcast we'll talk about bath's key game against worcester and the key stretch of premiership games coming up um, but first, uh, we've got a little uh, quiz prepared, not by me this week. I'm not the one for once putting in all the, the preparation for the podcast. Charlie's actually somehow myself. managed to, yeah, I've, to I've, come without I've actually something. done a bit of work for the podcast. Um, so <laughs> I brought something to the table. Uh, it'll probably get shot down very shortly after the podcast and be told how rubbish it was. But ed- I've ed- got... Ed- edited uh, out, mate. Yeah, probably edited <laughs> out, probably edited out. But uh, I've got a... a New Zealand related quiz in light of this weekend um, with a slight Bath twist obviously this is this is the Bath rugby plug um, everything is Bath related in one way or another um, so quite right just, too as well uh, just a just a few questions um, so Tom especially please no cheating <laughs> uh, we know we know what you're like but uh, number one so there were two Bath rugby players uh, playing this weekend uh, in in um, Sam Underhill and Charlie Yules. But the last time England beat New Zealand, there were two Bath rugby players in that 23 that lined up. Uh, who were they? This is at, at the time they were both Bath rugby players. So if you're able to pick those two out for me, please. Uh, there were two. Is at the time, Ooh, at the time there well, 2012. were 2012. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, in 2012 yeah. was the last time we beat them. Um, I don't really like sitting on this side of the of the quiz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's a a, there's a lot more pressure, looks. isn't there? Um, yeah. So at the time, there were two Bath rugby players in the 23. So this is obviously under Stuart Lancaster. Um, uh, managed to get one of our seven victories that we've only we've only ever had seven victories over the All Blacks in history uh, which isn't very exciting in one draw but uh, and so hopefully you've got some names down there and um, moving yeah. on to number two yeah so there was one current Bath rugby player who scored on that day who was it oh there's a current Bath rugby player who scored on that day. Who's that going to be? So, so that could be for either side then. Yeah. That's where the, that's where the, mm. the, the twist is here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well if, if you want a slight clue, it's not... Yeah, no, I can't, I can't <laughs> give you that. I can't, I can't give you that. I give it away. Um, okay. Moving on, this player... That player in question two also made his debut on that day, but here oh, we have no, some. Here we have here we have uh, a list. There is a short list of so this is current Bath rugby players. There are four Bath rugby players, this player included, mm. um, who made their debuts against New Zealand. All English made their debuts against New Zealand. Can you name those four players? Current in the current squad. In the current squad. All English. There are four players. Mm. One of them, to maybe perhaps help you out for question two, uh, also scored that day uh, against New Zealand. Last time we beat them. 
four. Okay. Yeah. Um, but perhaps do you want? I thought I thought this was uh, this was. I know one of them. I think I know two one of them definitely. Um, I think one of them is a bit current. Bath rugby squad. One of them is quite obscure, and I I, I didn't know. I whilst I've had three of them, I did know. I'll be surprised. Oh, it's all very well. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, uh, it's, it's where I got my... my uh, How many of the current squad even, have even really yeah, capped, Yeah, I'm trying though. to work out. Um, I've got one final question, if you are ready for it. Okay, well, this is a pretty bad effort from me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you get all four, I'd be very, very impressed. So, you know, Can you just give us a on. quick clue on that question, too? Which team, which team they're playing for? England. They were playing for England. They, oh, these right, were, yeah. Right, question uh, one. Question one's become likely for me then. Okay. Uh, uh, the final question, number four. Um, which which Bath rugby player has the most appearances against New Zealand? Uh, current Bath rugby player. This one you might think slightly outside the box. Yeah. This uh, once. Once you know it, it'll probably be quite obvious. Okay, but yeah, get one down. Could be could be a make or break that question. Yeah, but, that could be the one nil. Yeah, <laughs> it could be the one nil. Uh, anyway. Okay. Mm. So, are we ready can we, to? Can you just go through them again. Okay. So number one, uh, in 2012, when we last beat New Zealand, at the time there were two Bath rugby players who were in the 23. Yeah, it's just that one. Um, Should we just go for that one? Oh, do you, do you want to do you want yeah. the answer? It's not. No, no, no. Okay, well, no, no. I, should, I should probably let you have your <laughs> have your yeah. have your responses. Okay, Gabriel, have you got one of them? Uh, Rob Webber. Uh, incorrect, sadly. Oh, Rob Webber was my third. Okay. I didn't put down. Uh, oh, <laughs> of course. No, no, no. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Davy Wilson. Correct. Yes. And your other. Um, I wasn't really sure about this probably too early but I went JJ correct yes. two out of two Gabriel yeah I had Watson <laughs> and I crossed it out because I knew it wasn't okay um, so Tom takes a 2-0 lead oh, this could be this could be this could be a murdering can you just quickly repeat the second question okay second question uh, one current Bath player scored in that match so he wasn't a Bath player at the time oh right no, he wasn't current, a Bath player at the time yeah so one current Bath player yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to change that one then. Okay. Okay. I've got, um, I've got well, that. Yeah. yeah. So he currently plays for Bath. At the time he didn't, but he currently plays for Bath. He also made his debut on that day. Well, I know it is. It's Freddie Burns. It is. Yeah. I I haven't written it down. You I got that down. Freddie Burns. You also got yeah. it down. Congratulations, yeah, Freddie Burns. He came off the bench yeah, and he I, scored. It's not written down, but made, no, it down because I didn't realize. Depends, I thought it was a. To be fair, he did he did say it before yeah, anyone no else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so right, well, that makes it three one. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Debuts. There are four debutants. So, who have we got written down? Uh, Rocket Aguini. Correct. Oh. Okay, Tom seems not to have had well, that one. Do you want to pass it back across to you? Well, uh, Burns obviously. Well, obviously, Burns. Yeah. You would both have Burns. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to keep. Yeah, um, makes it a four two. I put Atwood. Correct. Yeah, I put Atwood as well. Yeah, it's just there. Yep, I see it, I see it. And the the fourth? I didn't even hazard a guess. Didn't even hazard a guess? <laughs> I just went for Watson. Correct! I cannot oh. believe that he got his... Anthony Watson made his debut. Seeing as he's, he's a... 
he's, he's written that. I've written that in every other answer. <laughs> One of your favourite players. Okay. So that means I think Tom has made an unassailable lead, lead here. Um, uh, you'll, be, you'll be doing the quizzes next week, won't you? Yeah, yeah I'm having fun roll back. <laughs> so is it five two up. So who do we get for the most most appearances against New Zealand? Francois Oh, yes, Fontaine. Yeah, I went Fontaine. Fifteen. No, Fontaine. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how many times he's played. I assumed it would be a Pacific Islander team. Yeah, Fontaine. 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 Yeah, because of the rugby championship. Good quiz, so Charlie. Yeah, very, very good quiz. So he cruels it back to five four. Really, really uh, enjoyed that one. Was yeah. that five four? Was it five four? Perhaps five three. But anyway, Tom. Someone, <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone, someone uh, yeah, tweets in and let us know who uh, the exact score. But yeah. Anyway, so moving on then to the. Premiership Rugby Cup defeat um, at Kingston Park on Friday night, lads. Um, and, and as we've said uh, on the podcast before, it's very difficult to um, to get hold of extended highlights. And neither of us were, were at Kingston. None of us were at Kingston Park on Friday night. Um, but Tom, that's that's three defeats now in this competition. Um, pretty weak weak teams we've been putting out. Um, does the, is this worrying you at all or or not? I don't think, you know, I sort of said, um, you know, in the last podcast, I'm not really concerned about the results for the, uh, in the Premiership Rugby Cup. You know, we are bottom of that competition. We are out of that competition now. Um, you know, Stuart Hooper said that it's kind of a springboard for, for younger players. And you look at the, you know, the, the, the team that Newcastle put out um, and that, you know, some of the teams in the Premiership have been putting out and they are, they do contain a lot of their, you know, first team starters. So I think it was a game that was always going to be tough to win. Um, obviously it's always disappointing to lose and you know these young players players coming in the last thing we want is for you know them to be disheartened you know losing sort of week after week equally though um, sort of you know it's the really important thing now is getting back on the horse in the premiership Mm -hmm. Um, you know we're sitting in uh, eighth I think um, in the premiership currently we've got three games coming up against seventh in in Worcester and then 11th and 12th in uh, in Sale and Newcastle respectively so it's you know I I think next week's the most important sort of fixture of the season so far Um, you know the premiership rugby cuts behind us uh, you know I I see that quite separately Europe's looking quite unlikely now so the real focal point of our season going forward has got to be the premiership so uh yeah, I think I think all guns are blazing for 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 this week, and we shouldn't really be feeling uh, down about that. Yeah, and the you, you mentioned the, the the team selection there, and I just put a bit of meat on those bones. You know, in that side there, in the twenty three, there was there was three hookers, uh, Van Vuur and Batty, and then Tom Tom Doherty, I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, from from Bath Uni, um, and then as well as that, um, Josh Bainbridge, who who was just uh, come into the club from for for a week. Uh, from Yorkshire Carnegie was also in the 23 so I, I really did um, even before we'd gone to Kingston Park um, I think we really did kind of uh, not concede it but um, maybe su- suggest through our team selection that we had we had greater priorities Charlie uh, yeah as, as, you, as you say I think Tom's really hit the nail on the head uh, that it's more about performances bringing players through of course performances weren't exactly what we wanted as we'd have had three wins but uh some teams have decided to use these three matches uh, uh, as a chance to, you know, keep uh, have some continuation in a, in in their squad, you know, building towards the the Premiership. We've decided to rest some players. We've spoken earlier on about the injuries that we've had, and we've needed to give some of these players a rest. And hopefully, they'll be back fit and firing. We're going to have some some other, you know, high quality names such as uh, such as Jonathan Joseph, who's going to be coming back in. Is reported to be coming back in mid November. So exactly what week that is, we'll we'll have to wait mm-hmm. and see. Uh, but we obviously chose uh, to blood some younger players. Uh, start bringing some talent through, give some experience, and uh, hopefully, will those rewards will be reaped further on in the future? So I don't think we can, you know, completely be ripping our hair out uh, and 
yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think, sorry, Tom, but I think um, I'll probably play devil's advocate on this, guys, because I understand completely what you're saying. Um, but then on the other hand, on, on the flip side of this argument, is the fact that we haven't won now in, in seven games. Uh, we haven't won since I've been back in the country. I'm not sure <laughs> if I should fly back to Milan to, <laughs> so that we might actually get a win on the table. Um, but yeah, we've, like um, I always think with, um, with good sides... Uh, winning winning becomes a habit, uh, just like losing becomes a habit. Um, and I think whilst I accept the points you're making in terms of keeping people keeping people fresh, um, I also think that, you know, look at Exeter. They, they've used this competition for, for a number of seasons now uh, and they've taken it a lot more seriously. And, you know, they won it last year. I think they won it maybe even the year before that as well. And I think, you know, it is important that you start winning because, as I said, I think winning winning does become a yeah, bit of a habit. It becomes a habit, doesn't it? Um, it's and a mentality it just, that you get into. It, the whole culture of, of winning and losing kind of will spread through the club no matter who's playing. Like we have lost three three in a bounce there, you know, and as I say, we haven't won in seven games. And I just think a, nice, a couple of wins in this competition um, with slightly stronger teams out may well have, um, you know, breeded a bit more positivity into the club uh, going into as we say these these crucial games yeah I think, I think you're spot on it's you know it's, it's definitely a trade-off between those two things you know I mentioned Stuart Hooper sort of describes it as a springboard is it a springboard you know for younger players to come into the first team and get some um, sort of first team experience or is it a springboard to continue that momentum to go into the premiership season because as you say you know winning becomes a habit and you know losing feeds through not just mm. to the players who are playing in the premiership rugby cup but also yeah. to the players sort of at Farley House as well um that being said, like you know, I think we're going to have to judge this after um, you know these next couple of games. Um, yeah, if but, it, if, yeah, but if it is that um, you know these players come back and play, and we know we, we go we beat Worcester and, and these next couple win these next couple of games, and suddenly our Premiership season's right, so we're, you know we're right back in there in the mix. Okay, well as um, long as as long as you stick by that, because you know when when the when we sent that that um, that weak side to Saracens, you know your response was well I think the proof will be in the pudding in in a few games games time, you know and we'll see we'll see if it was the right decision and you know since then you know we've drawn with wasps and that's it and I just think our season's in danger here of of spiraling not out of control but you know of of being all but over um, before it's really even begun and I just think yes you're right that. The proof will be in the pudding, but we need once if 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 the results don't come um, in these next three Premiership games, then questions really do need to be asked because you know it's not good enough at the moment. Our record uh, over the course of the season, I don't think. No, it's it hasn't been, and it seems to be kind of same same old stuff on a different day. So it's just yeah, putting it in a slightly polite way. I think, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think spiraling out of control was sort of a bit sort of rash we you know the premiership we've not played particularly badly in the premiership you know played six one two admittedly but we've drawn that one against Gloucester as well which is mm. as we said sort of nearly as good as a win we're nearly we're five points outside the top four okay and we're playing as I said um three of the lower teams in the premiership you know we played Saracens um we played Wasps already so and played Exeter as well yeah we played yeah. Exeter as well so um yeah while obviously Bath fans are right to be concerned given that you know we've won two and eleven and we haven't won for sort of seven games um you know the Premiership season so far has not been, uh, you know, not been too bad, and and you know some of those results could have been very different, both in the Premiership and also in the European Champions Cup. So, uh, yeah, I'm not unduly worried about the Premiership yet, but obviously, yeah. I think I think the way you can look at it is really we are a we were in the Champions Cup where Freddie Burns dropped ball away from being sat top no, of that not. table. I, I know, no, yes, I know, I know, but I'm just trying to just trying to 
shed a bit of light on what could have been, you know, for one small moment, yeah, that could have happened in the Champions Cup. We would have been sat top of that table and we would have been very happy singing praises, singing, dancing around these microphones. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, and we're not and we haven't. But we've got to move on from that. Uh, and that competition, sadly, is, is probably over for us. But, and in the Premiership, Look, we yes we have lost three of the games. Two of them, as we said, against Saracens next. Uh, two of the two of the best teams in the country, without doubt. You know, some of the best teams in the whole of Europe. Uh, and then we've uh, and then you know we, we otherwise we won we won two of our matches. We lost to Bristol. We spoke about that. We didn't come out of the blocks. That's a big disappointment. That's one of the main disappointments of the entire season. I think is losing to Bristol. But otherwise we've we've drawn to a Gloucester side that we again probably should have won, but. We're moving on. These haven't been disastrous results where we've where we're sat. We've we've lost four games against teams that we should definitely be beating. Uh, we've had one real slip up. Otherwise, in the Premiership, you know it's still very early days, and there's plenty of there's plenty of um, opportunities still to come. We've we've highlighted from the very start these next three weeks are extremely extremely mm. important. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm sure we're going to get onto. You know, I'm sure, especially you, Gabriel, are going to predict three Bath wins, five five points in each, please. <laughs> but uh, it's it's yeah, it's, it, the, the, these these next three weeks are really what's going to going to define our season, I think. Yeah, and then Tom, uh, obviously, we you know haven't seen a great deal of the of the previous uh, two Premiership Cup games, uh, and you were at the first one. Um, just from from what you've been reading and, and from kind of um, the sort of stuff that's out there, can you take uh, any any positives um, from the competition? Uh, any individual any individual positives um, or any team positives more generally? Um, yeah, it's difficult to say. I mean, not seen the the last couple of games. I know reading um, you know the article that, that was written on on Somerset Live. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, that, that Rory McConaughey sort of had his best game in a bath shirt. He was on the wing. You know, I spoke about how he didn't really get the ball when I went to watch uh, the game against Quinns um, at the rec. But yeah, apparently he looked really dangerous. So, I mean, that's got to be a positive. Um, the hook you mentioned, Tom, is it Tom Doherty? Tom yeah. yeah. He came on at blindside again, um, a position that he also played, you know, in that match that I saw against Quinns. And I thought he looked really bright. Um, you know, another young talent to add to, you know, bolster sort of the ranks we've got in the back row. So I think there are individual individual positives and that as I said is the most important thing um, that can come out of you know a Premiership Rugby Cup campaign um, but ultimately it's got to now turn into results um, you know in the Premiership with our big guns sort of coming back into the side yeah okay um, so that's the Premiership um, Premiership Cup rounded off then for the, for these three weeks as I mentioned um, when I did when we did our preview of the Premiership Cup there is one more round of games um, and we go to King's Home to, to play Gloucester I think that's at the, the end of January so we're going to park that uh, competition for now and obviously um, resume it. And yeah, apologies for, for maybe a little bit less insight on that competition. Uh, we have found it extremely difficult to um, to get hold of any 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 extended highlights. Um, so yeah, and if, if you do, if you do, if you have found some extended highlights, then please do get in touch with us on Twitter at Bath Rugby Plug um, and let us know. And if you were at Kingston Park or, or you were at the, the previous two games, then again, get in touch with us on Twitter. Um, let us know what you thought of the games um, and yeah, join in the discussion about um, what was, you know, reasonably disappointing period uh, of, of the season next up um, it's my turn to to be in the in the quiz man's chair and it's our, our who am I number two um, Tom Tom wants Tom's after revenge he's been bugging <laughs> me to to get this to get this feature back um, so yeah they've been doing their studying um, and yeah so same format as uh, a couple of weeks ago I'm going to read out um, 
four clues uh, about a player um, and you can you can buzz in, you can set shout out anytime. But if you do shout out and get it wrong, you'll be frozen out for one more clue. Yeah, it's much harder to cheat in these in these games. <laughs> aren't yeah, and it's much easier to to be asking the questions than than answering ask answering the much easier being asking the questions than answering them. So, bit of a mouthful. Okay, here we go. First one. As recently as 2013, I played as a prop, but no longer play in that position. Oh my goodness. Despite being on Bath's books since I was 15, I didn't make my first team debut until I was 24. My goodness. Okay, okay. continuing. <laughs> my girlfriend played over 150 times for Bath Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> we know where your research has been going, Gabriel. <laughs> More to come on Bath Rugby uh, Players Girlfriends. Uh, last quiz. Last clue, sorry. Today is my 26th birthday. Who am I? Prop. 26. Ex-prop. Um, prop. Who's an ex-prop who's not playing prop, do you think? No, I've, I've not really got... Um, so, as recently as 2013, I played as a prop. Despite being on Bath's books since I was 15, I didn't make my first team until I was 24. My girlfriend played over 150 times for Bath Ladies. Today is my 26th birthday. Who am I? I'm just going to stick something out there. Uh, <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> I, but, I don't know. Tom, any less? No, I have. Uh, Michael Bamper. I don't know. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to think of someone in the front row who's yeah. probably who's now that? playing a hooker. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's probably going to be a hooker. Give up. Jack, yeah. Jack Walker. Nah, Tom Dunn. Oh. Tom Dunn? Yeah. Really? Played, played most of his academy at, at prop um, and Neil Hatley in 2013 said you should switch to hooker. And wow. his darts are pretty good for that. So he's only... So he, he made his Bath debut two years ago. Yeah, when Todd joined, really? he hadn't made an appearance at Bath. Really? Wow, oh, okay. Yeah. And his girlfriend's played over 150 times for Bath ladies. Wow, well. And today is his 26th birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Tom. Tom. Yeah. Okay, That's so nil-nil. Nil. Number two. Great start. <laughs> I once played for German rugby Bundesliga team DRC Hanover. Oh yeah, I know. This is, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, funny yeah. actually. My my German Bundesliga rugby knowledge <laughs> is is right up there. Okay, I scored twice on my Bath debut in two thousand and twelve. His Bath debut in two thousand twelve scored twice. Okay, can okay. I made my uh, England debut in oh, two thousand and fourteen, and in doing so, did something that hasn't been done since nineteen ninety nine. Uh, Rocket Aguni. Bang on. Oh. Played football for Bundesliga. No, he played German rugby team. Oh, rugby. DRC Hanover. I'm taking the thing he first did was he was a soldier who... who, Yeah, first since 1999. First soldier to play since 1999. Special Rocket Unity, well done, Charlie. And what was the final? The final was going to be my great-great-grandfather, great-grandfather and father all served in the military. Okay. Well, last one. Happy I dived in there early. 1-0. Next one. I'm internationally qualified to play for Australia at rugby. Van Dieren? 
Nope. <laughs> oh, Charlie. Big chance. Keep Big... Avina. No. Oh, he's gone for it. He's just gone for it. No, she just waited. She just waited. Get a free oh. clue. So we're both okay. back in. Both back in. Both back in. Cheers, mate. At, oh. at school, I won the under 18 Daily Mail Cup. Don't. Uh, <laughs> Max Laheef. Yes! yes! Oh, what a shout. Yes! <laughs> yes! Charlie, I knew on fire. it. There we go. Um, Steals the show. Last two clues we My list of clubs is London Irish, London Welsh, Hawks Bay, Melbourne Rebels, and Bath. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll be entertained and educated by my mouth-watering cooking demonstrations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is, 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 is mouth-watering physique. <laughs> well, that as well, to be fair. Yeah, because um, no, yeah, he, he, he moved down to Australia, didn't he, to potentially chase his, uh, mm. uh, chase his Australian um, international honours, but, but never yeah, not, nothing came wasn't it, to yeah. be. He came straight back, didn't he? Yeah, a couple of years, I think. Yeah, so, Tom, uh, I think that's, yeah, that's not, a game for me, isn't not, it? Not my game, this one. Yeah. I, might, I, I might be the quiz master next week on that two one. 2-0 <laughs> tonight and 2-0 overall. Yeah, it'd be nice for you to do a bit of prep before the podcast. You would, if you I'll just give the analysis, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now then, another little... Um, we're full of segments this week because there's not too much rugby to talk about. <laughs> um, and our next little, little segment that, that we've got planned... Um, and we're going to call it um, Accountable Predictions. So, yeah, I came up with this. It's got, so a ring to it. it's got a ring to it, that name. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'll try and... Uh, Accounting ex- what? <laughs> I'll try and explain it. So, basically, we're going we're gonna to make a prediction um, with an end date. Um, and then we're going to review that uh, as we go. And then as the end date comes, we'll see uh, if we got that, got that prediction right. Um, yeah, so... Good little way to, to get some opinions out there and yeah, get get a bit of discussion going about certain topics. Um, shall I kick it off as it was my was my idea? Of course. Or off you go. Okay. Go for it. My accountable prediction is Anthony Watson will have signed a new long term contract at Bath by the first of December. By the first of December. By so the first of December. The end, by the end of this month. I'll, yeah. I'll write these down. Yeah, Tom, yeah. write these down. Keep track of these. Yeah, there's been, um, there's I'll, been I'll, a bit I'll, of chat. I'll, I'll probably get accused of changing them. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, only your own. But, um, but uh, you know, he's, there's, there's been a bit of chat in, uh, in, in the press these recent weeks saying that he's, he's not going to be moving off somewhere else. He's going to be hanging about. So. Yeah, it seems like, you know. Uh, which, of course, you know, we, we've, we've, we've spoken about. He's one, of the, he's one of the players we really need to keep our hands on. You know, the, all these England boys, these young England boys have just got so much talent. The types of guys who could really, you know, take us to the highest heights mm. in, 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 uh, in terms of the premiership, hopefully European um, endeavors and uh in coming oncoming seasons so uh yeah it'd be great great to have him back he's obviously he's sorely missed uh yeah in in especially in a bath side but you know he's 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 really one of the 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 few players in our bath side who you can really yeah you say say he's world class yeah it's gonna be really interesting to see i think again um somerset live again posted that article really good content on bath rugby by the way if uh, if you've not seen it, um, of, of the 20 players who um, are going to be mm. out of contract at the end of the season, and it's going to be fascinating to see who the club are able to to keep on to uh, keep hold on to, uh, you know. But Anthony Watson's obviously, you know, he's a fan favourite. We know how good he is, so I really hope he's towards the top of that that list. Yeah, 20 out of 47 squad members, I think it was, it's which crazy. is crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So there's mine, Charlie. You're up. What's um, your accountable prediction? My accountable <laughs> prediction is by Christmas, Bath Rugby will be back in the top four. Oh, mm. I like that one. Yeah, very it's a very much. positive one to come. Uh, I'm sure we can elaborate a bit more on that on so the on uh, Christmas Day, 
Bath on Christmas, on Christmas Day, four. Bath are back in the top four uh, in the Premiership. Uh, we've highlighted these next three weeks. I'm feeling very confident. I think we've got some players coming back. I've already mentioned JJ, who's, uh, who's on his way back mm-hmm. this month. Um, and there have been some other players who've been rested, uh, who are, g- are going to be back. You know, hopefully Jamie Roberts will have had a little uh, little time off. We obviously took a knock, um, knock in that to lose match. Um, and I think we've got some of the scrum halves coming back in. There's really going to be some competition for some places. I actually hope. Uh, and uh, you know, we 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 should hopefully have some of the some of the uh, England boys like Sam Underhill, Zach Mercer back, uh, and and Charlie Yules obviously. Uh, for the for the latter part of those those games, so really we can uh, hopefully make a big impact and uh, put Bath Rugby back on the map, and then hopefully we won't be having to having won't be having to have these uh, these uh, slightly pessimistic conversations about about Bath Rugby for much longer. Tom, <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> right, my accountable prediction is you know we've spoken again about these younger players starting to come through international honours, um, you know injuries as well. These guys having to step up. One player I've been really impressed with is Max Wright. Mm. Um, every time I've seen him play and I think it's so, going to be ridiculous I know <laughs> <laughs> makes his England debut next week does he <laughs> well no I was told it wasn't allowed to be too long term um, but my I guess there's only my accountable prediction basically is that let's say by the end of the year um, Max Wright solidified his, his place as sort of a, a nailed on starter in the centre berth and my slightly longer term I guess tangible prediction is that he will be uh, named sort of most <laughs> no not in the England setup but yeah he is very very good but um, my casual prediction is he is named um, most improved player um, at the end of season award ceremony so you're going to do one for the whole season so you can't get any rather wrong well no just let me I'll do ones in the meantime just let that roll on <laughs> okay. let that roll on it's a, it's a bold bold first bit but no he's, he's obviously got Max Wright will be in the England squad for the World Cup <laughs> starting <laughs> 12 yeah, <laughs> okay cool yeah so Tom you write those down uh, we'll keep track of those as they as they pan out they're all pretty positive predictions there so um Let's hope they all come true. Yeah, and obviously, if you're sat at home and you've you've got some accountable predictions to be made, please tweet them into uh, to at Bath Rugby Plug on Twitter, and uh, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say uh, or tell us that you think our predictions are utterly ridiculous. We'd also like to hear that. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Charlie. Um, now let's look ahead uh, to this weekend's game, boys. We've touched on it a couple of times, uh, but let's get into it now. Um, and it's obviously Worcester at the wreck, uh, really key, really key fixture. Um, and just to put a bit, a bit of context on it, so um, Worcester in their three Premiership Cup games um, beat both uh, Leicester Tigers and Sale Sharks in the in the first two two weeks, putting out some some reasonably strong strong sides. Mm. Um, and then lost to Saracens uh, in the final round of the Premiership Cup uh, this weekend. Um, and Charlie, you've mentioned a couple of the boys um, that, that might be back from injury uh, on, the, on the more long-term base. I've just got a little list here. So um, from, the, from the information that, that we've got from, from Bath Rugby's injury reports, um, the guys that are due back in mid-November, um, which is presumably around this uh, time, are Joseph, Willison, Garvey, Grant and Vuna, as well as the guys that, um, that were just coming back at the end of the, the previous batch of, batch of games. So hopefully a really strong Bath side um, out on out on Saturday against Worcester. Um, Charlie, this is a must win. This is a must win game for us, isn't it? Yeah, completely. And uh, in light of my accountable prediction, I am predicting us to win all three of these games. Uh, and it is a bit of a must uh, in light of our entire season. Uh, this game, especially, I feel that Worcester at home 
uh, it's definitely definitely potential to, uh, to to put up a really good performance if we can get a strong a strong first team out they're obviously missing some of their like, key star players in uh, Ben Teo and uh, and um, Josh Adams out, out on the wing both of whom very very talented uh, mm-hmm. fellas um, so uh, hopefully we can we can make we can make the most of it uh, put up a good performance at home and uh, you know get a couple of W's back on the board yeah Tom um, what do you how do you see this one this one panning out um, at the wreck uh, what do you what have you made of, of Worcester so far this season I think they're, they're perhaps exceeding expectations did you say they were they were seventh yeah they're seventh I mean as, as I sort of mentioned it's very very tight um, sort of between fourth and about ninth there aren't really many points separating it so uh, as we've said I don't think we can read too much into their sort of long term um, prospects you know given the first six games of the Premiership as you say they've put some strong sides out for the Premiership Rugby Cup and, and you know got some good results um, you know, at Sale and, and Leicester as well. I think whenever I've watched Worcester, um, and you know, the, the stats sort of back, back this up, sort of Francois Houhard at nine is mm-hmm. such a key player for them. You know, you, you spoke about um, Josh Adams and um, um, who else did you mention? Ben Teo, sorry, yeah, in, in, in the backs. But yeah, I think something like 75% win ratio compared with like 40% for when Houhard's uh, played for them when he's been at Worcester. It really is incredible. You know, he's he's only played, I think, six or seven games this season and already he's got the most assists of any player um, in the league. He, he really wow, is an incredible wow. player and you know um, at the moment doesn't have South Africa uh, ambitions but um, yeah he, he for me is one of the best sort of players in the league. So if he's playing he didn't play last week but um, he, he did play he's played previously to that. If he's playing I think they are a, a different sort of proposition. You know that said um, you know with all our big guns coming back you know we really do need to be um, I think winning this one and winning it, winning it relatively well. Um, mm-hmm. I think anything else but sort of five points and and you know a powerful performance um, from our top players would be would, would be a bad result. Yeah, because I think if you, if you, you know, it's, it's a fair point. Obviously, they've still got some talent scattered around that team. Mm. Uh, it'd be interesting to see. You know, obviously there's uh, Ted Hill uh, is his name. Obviously, he was included in the England squads and being you know, very interesting to see uh, how he gets on at the wreck. Uh, in a more general, in a more general view, but uh, I think if you look at the head-to-head of each individual players, the Bath Rugby uh, squad just, on the whole, outnumbers them completely. And uh, the the way our pack's been performing, I think over over um, over the earlier part of this season, especially in in the Premiership, uh, we've we've bullied teams up front, and I feel that that front row is is really starting to uh, to. Give a name for itself uh, in Cat, uh, Dunn, and Thomas. They they really really bully teams, and uh, hopefully that's something we can do to Worcester. And then we have the likes of uh, likes of our exciting wingers, uh, Thokken Asiga, Rocket Aguni, uh, just you know sending in tries out in the corners. And it's I feel like it's a game plan when we get the go forward with Roberts on, on back on the team. He's he's just seems to change our change our whole outfit. Since you mentioned the, the front row guys there, and obviously Jack Singleton at Hooker and Nick Shona at Tight have mm. both included in the in in the, in the England sort of wider squad as well. So you know, I think it's a it's a good opportunity for you know a few fringe sort of England front rowers who are you know probably there or thereabouts. Yeah. Um, and you know, really good opportunity for our boys to try and um, sort of stamp their authority on, on the game. Yeah, and I think the only the only um, you boys have been pretty positive there. Uh, the only um, slight concern I would potentially have is although we have got a lot of guys coming back from from injury and you know guys will be uh, fresher having not played these three weeks I hope we're not we're not caught cold uh, there's been a bit of uh, a bit of chat on Twitter amongst bar fans that um, hopefully we're not um, 
you know, they'll be maybe more match match fit. Uh, some of their players are having, you know, played more of a part in the in the Premiership Cup. So I just hope that um, we start fast and don't even let don't even let them sort of um, take advantage of that with a with a fast start. Uh, that's the only that's the only um, slight negativity I'd have towards the game. But I I would agree. I think on paper, um, unfortunately, obviously not played on paper. But on paper, I think we are the stronger side. And as it's at home. Um, I'd be very disappointed uh, if we didn't get the get the five points. Yeah, that, that's that's the big coaching question, isn't it? Is whether you go for continuation mm. uh, or you choose to rest up your players and then come out of the blocks firing. So it, as you, uh, it will be interesting, and that is the one thing we probably should should worry about. But uh, I, I think the whole squad would have been geared towards this game, you know, especially. But this 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 little period uh, for a while now. Now having having lost to Saracens next to, I think. They would have targeted, uh, would have targeted this 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 part in the Premiership as uh, as one of the key key areas of our entire season. Yeah, and you know we're all being sort of very positive here, as we sort of have been, uh, maybe slightly blindly at, at times during the season. Um, uh, but yeah, you know I think you're you're absolutely right. I think if we were to lose this game, um, it would be a real sort of a real tough one to take for Bath fans because you know we're always we've spoken about this for like a few weeks now. This period of games, um, this is season defining, and um, you know. I hope the boys realise that and are, and are massively pumped up for the game because, um, yeah, you know we don't get three wins in this period of the game, and you know Champions Cup's pretty much over, um, and, yeah. and the Premiership will be will be looking looking in doubt as well. Well, yeah, yeah the, the 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 main thing there as well is 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 it's what they say. It's it's again, you win all your home games, which so far we we haven't we haven't lost at home in the in the Premiership. Yeah, we lost uh, to Exeter at home. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay, so apart from Exeter. Uh, we haven't lost on the road, so it's, it's, it's one game we lost. Uh, but so hopefully, this should be a game. As, as I say, if we do lose this, it will be quite worrying, especially as it's at home, because we want to be making the wreck a tough place for teams to come, and we don't want to look like a team that people can turn over on the road because uh, mm. people get their tails up and then they'll uh, they'll they'll you know they'll they'll take all the opportunities yeah, that come their way. And Newcastle away the following week as well. That you know Newcastle is a tough place to go. We've not we obviously we lost them last week in the. Premiership Rugby Cup, and we've not actually won at Kingston Park since I think it was 2015. Mm. Um, so that's a tough place to go. So we need to build some momentum um, now, really. Yeah, and I, and I know that they're sat at the bottom of the bottom of the league, but you've seen what they've done to uh, Toulon and Montpellier yeah, and, since then. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 phenomenal. And so uh, yeah, it's that's that is not a game that we're going to have to uh, that we're going to take on lightly. Yeah, so I think we've established there, boys. This is this is absolutely must win. Um, it's pretty. It's probably a you know as we keep on saying season defining period for the club. Um, so let's let's put a, a few predictions on it. Um, and uh, Tom, I'll come to you first, mate. Uh, Bath by how many? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no question about it. Bath, <laughs> how many? I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and be optimistic about this. Um, I, you know, it was a loss. It would be really tough to take. I'm gonna go Bath by seventeen. Ooh. Yes. Wow. Charlie? Uh, well, I thought I was the one being confident, but that's he's a very confident prediction. Uh, I think it's actually going to be a bit of a grind, uh, this game. Uh, conditions, I think, will probably play a part. We are getting into into the winter months, uh, quite truly. But um, uh, I think it might be quite a low-scoring affair, and hopefully Bath can nudge them out and deny them a losing bonus point. Uh, so I'll say Bath by eight. Can I just add to my prediction? I'm going to go for a, a Joe Fokunasiga 
um, brace of tries um, and a repeat performance of um, James Phillips' uh, run <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Chris Pennell's attempted tackle. I think uh, something similar might happen. <laughs> Fair enough. And then, yeah, so I'll, I'll trump you then, Tom. I'll go Bath by 20. Um, wow. Right then, boys. <laughs> that's it for, for, another, for another edition of the Bath Rugby Plug podcast. Um, yeah, sorry about our absence last week. Um, but as I say, we're back now um, and we're really excited about, about the upcoming games. Um, so, yeah, we're at Bath Rugby Plug on Twitter. Um, we're working on getting some, a Facebook account set up as well. Um, so we'll, we'll hopefully be, be on to that and across a few more platforms uh, in the near future. But at the moment, it's just on Twitter there. Um, so get in touch with us. Um, if you can leave us a, a nice review on, on iTunes or wherever you get, get your podcasts, uh, we would really appreciate it because it always helps. Um, and yeah, just, just join in the conversation um, and enjoy the rugby this weekend. It's another fantastic weekend with the Autumn Internationals and with the Premiership. You know, um, what more could you want? So thank you very much, lads. Thank you, Charlie. Cheers, guys. And thank you, Tom. Cheers, guys.